You're listening to Inside Lebo, a podcast giving you an inside look at Mount Lebanon, Pennsylvania, hosted by Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans and Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Hello and welcome to Inside Lebo. I'm your host, Assistant Municipal Manager and Municipal Planner Ian McMeans. And I'm Assistant Public Information Officer and Online Editor Stephanie Hackey. Here today to talk about a very special event that happened in Mount Lebanon is our public information officer, Laura Pace-Lilly. Welcome, Laura. Hi, thanks for having me. It's, yeah, it's weird being back. on this side of the microphone. <laughs> Laura filled in for me when I was on maternity leave. Thank you for that. We appreciate <laughs> hey, that you. so much. I definitely appreciate the work you put into it. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for being here. We are talking today about mountlebanon.org, which is brand new. Yes, it's been years in the making, the upgrade and refresh to our municipal website. Um, so it's been a long time coming, um, and there's a lot of new and exciting features, and Laura was one of the staff leads on the project for it. So she's here to tell us all about the new MountLebanon.org website. Same address, new look. Absolutely. So tell us, what was the purpose and reasoning behind redesigning the whole website? Well, our website was kind of one of a kind. Uh, My predecessor, Susan Morgans, won a free website um, almost 30 years ago. Oh, wow. I never knew this. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, And that was back before um, some of our partner groups had websites. So this website had everything. It even had the weather in it when you would pull it up. So, um, And it was also free in that you can put as much on it as you want. It didn't cost anything. So we put everything on it. I say we, I wasn't even here then. They put everything on it. Um, We were one of the first towns to take uh, video recordings of our public meetings and put them online. So we did that. Um, But in the 26 years since then, it has become bogged down. Um, It wasn't really friendly to people with disabilities. Um, It was a package that we had purchased from a company, so it wasn't very flexible. Um, Sometimes we asked for updates and they couldn't be done. Um, We needed to make sure that our website focused on two words that sound really stuffy, but they're not accessibility and usability. Um, So it was time for a change. It sounds like there was just a lot of information on there that maybe you couldn't use or couldn't find. It was hard to find things, yeah. Um, Because we had so much on there, when you would type in something from a search, things would come up that would kind of clog things up. And um, for example, we had a a park study and somebody would type in park study and they would get maybe the one we did 15 years ago instead of the one they wanted. So So it was definitely time for a refresh. Yes. So what does the new one do that the old one couldn't do or struggled with? Well, with with the old one, it was designed such that everybody started at the homepage and went from there. So you would walk in um, and then it would lead you where you were going. But we found out that only 10% of the people who use our website go to the homepage. Um, Most of them start either from a Google search or a bookmark that they have set up or a link from our email newsletters or an email from a friend. So the search function needed to be updated. So we have updated that. um, And the first thing we had to do was pull all that old stale information off the website. Um, Now we still have it, so it's not like we've thrown it away. So if a resident needs 
you know, for some reason they need an FAQ that we did 15 years ago, we may still have that, um, but it needs to be more efficient. Um, the second step that's still evolving is we're looking at the searches that are, people are making and we're making them more effective. So that's um, something the new site does. We're also working on, um, we will, depending on when somebody listens to this podcast, we will have a chat bot up and running. So a little window will pop up if it's you know 10 o'clock at night, you're not able to call our reception desk to get clarification on something, it'll actually come on and ask you what you need help with and the AI will kind of try to steer you in the right direction. Right now we do have a how do I, which is similar. You click on the how do I, you ask it what um, you want and it should point you in a uh, efficient direction. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, yeah very yeah. cool. So, um, how long in total did this project take? I know there was a lot of there was a lot of behind the scenes that goes into even you know before you have to right. start like building the website because there was a lot of thinking that had to go into from our various departments, staff offices of how they wanted their online presence to look. Right. Um, so what all went into it and how long did it take? Too, too long as far as we're concerned. I, we felt like children were born, children went to college, but it was not that long. Um, in, in 2019 is when it was identified that this project needed to happen. Um, at the time, my predecessor retired and the commission requested a full com um, communication study on the public information uh, office efforts. And we didn't want to get into a web project and have the consultant um, want something in that project that we didn't have. So we put it on pause at that point, um, and that work was completed in 2020. And then something happened in 2020, which I think you all know what that was, <laughs> that kind of caused a delay. We had to refocus our efforts on- The whole world stopped. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> exactly. And then we had some staff turnover as well. So in 2021, we were back up to full staff. Um, we started a focus group of diverse residents, people who use the website for different things, young people, older people, tech-savvy people, tech-not-savvy people, and we asked them, what do you want? in a website we put all that together interviewed everybody on the municipal staff found out what they needed um, and we put out a request for proposals we got some responses back and by the end of the budget year 2021 as we were looking into 2022 we had Krakoff communications on um, on our um, project and um, Right around that time, the commission too asked that we bring the police and fire websites over, which added to the timeline. Um, the, the fire site is over now. Our next project is bringing the police on. Um, we went back to um, Krakow and we worked through every single bit of architecture, how it was gonna be laid out, how it was gonna look, where people were gonna go. Um, they knew what our deal breakers were. Again, our deal breakers were that people with disabilities would be able to get through it, that it would look good, that it read well. Um, and they had everything set for us to start moving content over in December of 2022. So from December until April, um, we worked on pulling hundreds of pages of copy over. We took it like string cheese. We ripped it apart and really thought like a resident. Where would a resident look to find this information? Um, we have lots of examples. Um, for example, the, um, the chipping, the wood chips program was listed under recreation programs because they're handed out at the golf course. Oh, wow. But, uh, and that's just where it lived, but we really thought, where's a resident going to look for right. this? And we Absolutely. put it under residents and homeowners. 
Which is um, logical. Yeah. yeah. So that, that Same with like block parties, right? Because that exactly. had been under public works because they were the ones that issued the permit, but Correct. now it's under... And, and as a government, we tend to think like that, right? We right. tend to think things belong under who pays for it or who administers it or whose idea it was. Right. Well, the public doesn't know that and they don't care. They just want to find it very quickly. So that the shift change was really for us, not for the public. This should be way easier for the public. Um, we brought the, the um, focus group back, had them look at our preliminary, preliminary website. We had senior staff and commissioners look at that website. Um, that was at the beginning of May, and we launched the day after Memorial Day. Very so, exciting. That but was a big day. But it's not done. It's not done. We still have, um, we still are bringing the police website over. Like I said, we're still bringing the chatbot over. And this website, um, one of our deal breakers with the consultant is this needs to grow with us. This needs to be right. customizable. And we're going to keep evolving this website. Our other one kind of ran out of room and we were done. Now it's going to continue to grow. That's great. And it's very exciting, um, both for us internally as municipal staff, but also for the residents to be able to find things quicker and easier. Um, so I think we're going to take a short break here and we'll be back with more uh, with Laura Pace Lilly talking about the new municipal website. Welcome back to Inside Lebo. We are here talking about our new municipal website, still at mountlebanon.org, but with a brand new look and feel and brand new architecture to enable people to navigate uh, more quickly and find what they want easier. Uh, new and improved search feature, improved SEO to make Google search is easier to find what you're looking for. So if you're like me and just go to Google and type like golf course hours or pool passes, you'll be able to find it rather than trying to have to navigate through the whole website. I so, do that too. Yeah. <laughs> that must be a common thing. Yes. So um, Laura, one of the things you mentioned before we uh, went to break was that we had focus groups come in and we also set up the website um, through some data-driven decision-making that we looked at kind of what were the most popular pages on the website and tried to bring those kind of front and center on the new website to make it easier for people to find. So if they do go to the homepage, mountlebanon.org, the quick links are right there. So what are some of the most popular pages on the website? So in the last year, we have 866,000 page views. So that's how often this, Ooh, this website is hit. Um, and our most popular page is that 10% of the population that does go to the home page. So that's the number one page. But followed by that is recreation schedules at 7%, then the ice rink, the swim center, the open skate times, youth basketball, parks and pavilions, and parking. Um, then when you get into the top 20, you start getting into garbage and recycling schedules, overnight parking, employment, and meeting agendas. But you can see that rec and rec schedules and signing up for things is really what people are using the website for. That's, that's a big deal. Now, we did kind of hold a little thought aside that maybe something would be more popular if people could find it. So Right, right, that's 100%. Kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a thought we had. Definitely, for sure. If you need garbage information and you can't find it, well, then you're right. not going to visit the website. Right. So this really wasn't all about design only then, but design what it was part of it, correct? Correct. Um, the look of it and the feel of it. Talk to us about that. Well, the one thing we didn't want to look like was a government website. Um, we deliberately picked a um, a. A contractor who had experience a lot of experience in other things um, because we didn't want to look like every other um, page we didn't want it to be stuffing and officious um, so this site was completely custom from the ground up um, again organized around the analytics where we knew people went and what they were interested in 
using that accessibility and usability as our North Stars as we went through. So a lot of pictures, a lot of images, um, a lot of content um, that should drive people through. It feels friendly and welcoming to me. I hope so. That's our, that's, that's our plan. <laughs> that wasn't planned either. We didn't plan to say that. So, <laughs> um, so um, you mentioned the most people use the website to sign up for rec programming. Um, and there are a few things that we have uh, you know, with rec programming, with um, the parking requests that they're not necessarily housed on our website because Correct. they're third-party um, services that we use. So like right. with rec programming, you go to the rec sign-up page, but it'll bounce you to a new page Correct. to do the, the rec sign-up because we have a third-party program that does the rec sign-up. Same with all the MyLevo stuff. Right. Um, but it's just easier to find those on the new website. Is right. that accurate? In, in MyLevo, for people who don't know, that is um, that is built in-house by our IT department. That is the online, they call it the online portal, virtual gateway to your community. So those overnight parking requests can only be done through MyLevo. Um, there are other things that you can do, certain building permits you can register for on MyLevo. You can sign up for Lebo alerts. Those are our non-emergency alert system. Um, you can pay a parking ticket. You can report a streetlight that is out, and you'll get a little response telling you where that request is. Um, tree trimming. A lot of people want to know how they can get a, a municipal street tree trimmed or taken out. You can put that in through MyLevo. So that's really important. And that's it's a we call it sticky, means it follows with you throughout the website. In the upper left-hand corner of the website, you'll see the MyLevo logo. So no matter where you're at on the website, you can always find MyLevo. Correct. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Is there anything else about this new website that you want people to know? I want people to know about the team behind it because there were a lot of a lot of people did a lot of hard work on this team. I know I, I talk about it a lot because I feel like I lived it, but there were so many so many hands behind it. Um, our commission leads were Andrew Flynn and Craig Grella, and they kind of uh, let us know what the commission expected of this site, and they had high standards. Um, and I was the staff lead along with Nick Shallis from our IT department, and then um, Ian represented um, the municipal management department, and he's great because he's very tech savvy and um, he had a big vision and we um, wanted to make sure that we hit all of those things that he was looking for and then you Stephanie you were oh, on the team as well I was on maternity leave for most of this well, but <laughs> when well, you when you came back you picked up back. the ball and ran <laughs> with it um, and then we have Sandy Merrick from IT I mean we had hundreds of documents on the old website that we did need to bring along with us so it was a lot of work that Sandy took care of um, and then Chris Leeper and Judy McCoskey from the Public Information Office handled a lot of the photographic work and some of the design work um, on our side of it. And then we had a, a group of people from REC. We had 117 recreation programs that needed to be entered. Oh, wow. And so um, they were trained and they have been working um, their little fingers off since the start. So um, this is a great team. But again, Krakoff Communications, Scott Bolin, who is a Mount Lebanon resident and a volunteer firefighter, was the graphic designer on the project. And Tom Young, who is with New Lava Media, he's the, um, I'm sorry, Lava New Media, from the, um, the he's the contractor that Krakoff works with. Um, he has really spoiled us. There are very few things that we asked Tom for that he said no. There, there were a couple of them, because you can't do everything, right, but, but <laughs> he made it all happen. So they've been amazing this process so I really want people to know that there were, was a lot of work that went into it yeah this wasn't a snap your fingers and make it happen kind of thing right it was a lot of hard effort right and one of the other um, new and improved features is the municipal calendar with uh, events on there specifically okay. like municipal meetings to now that we're 
broadcasting all of our meetings through the Zoom webinar format. Um, that was a change we made sort of coming through the pandemic and out of it that not only do we have in-person attendance available for all of our board and authority meetings, our commission meetings, uh, but they're also all broadcast through the Zoom webinar format now. You can find those all kind of front and center on the new calendar and find the links to those meetings much easier than you could right. on the old website. Right, they're still on the agendas. You can get the links to every meeting on the agenda. Um, and you still, there's an archive center where you can get uh, meeting minutes and agendas and videos for everything. Um, but the calendar is also sortable. You can sort it by municipal events, municipal meetings, and recreation events. So we're still building that calendar. We have we have kind of front-loaded a little bit of June and July into it. So I wouldn't be looking for uh, Lebo Light Night just yet. We're, we're getting <laughs> to it. Um, and, it's a, and it's a new system for us. So um, there may be some bugs as, as people go through it. Um, we do have an email address, and that's web support at mountlebanon.org if you run into something and it's not working something doesn't look right I do want you to get a 404 page not found though because we, we, <laughs> we put some special work I'm not going to tell you what it is but if you find a page not found it's a very Mount Lebanon page um, but that web support at mountlebanon.org the team will um, look at the request see if it's something quick that we can fix if it's um, a major problem we will get right on it so um, we're hoping you'll have a two-way conversation with us Absolutely. And then one of the other things um, that you mentioned that a lot of people can find found things on the old site through just bookmarks that they had saved. Correct. So those bookmarks may not work because we did make some improvements to um, the basic department level links that now there's right. not those weird four numbers in the middle of every right. <laughs> of every page that they are more just like mountlebanon.org slash planning or mountlebanon.org slash fire or something like right. that that might not be exact so don't bookmark <laughs> those exact pages but that was well we took we took the top 100 pages that people visited and we um do have a referral link for all of those so if it's your recreation program page you're gonna find that but yeah if it was like something little that you and your family were interested in that you clicked on it might not be there and the same for um anybody listening to this that may work with one of our partner organizations if you have links to the municipal website um you may want to go back and check those um and you again you can always um reach out to the public information office or to that web support email and we can help facilitate where those things might have moved Definitely. great um, and, and just one last note um, you mentioned signing up for Lebo alerts through my Lebo um, and if people want to follow the public information office and what's going on in the municipality what are the best ways to do that uh, we have a ton of um, you're talking about all of our flagship yeah. communications. Um, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We um, have several YouTube channels, including one for public information office and one for meetings. Um, we have a 710 is our um, biweekly newsletter that you can sign up on the website. There is a rec department. Um, newsletter that you can sign up for on the website uh what am i forgetting mount lebanon magazine is our flagship print product that's sent to every um, home and business in mount lebanon that will link people back we might write a story in the magazine and then put it on the magazine website which is lebomag.com then um, share that on the municipal municipal website so our main thing is all of our communications are integrated um, but definitely sign up for lebo alert definitely sign up for lebo emergency that's our life-threatening 
something's going to happen, you need to evacuate, there's something going on, that's Lebo emergency. All that's on the website as well. So if there's like a gas line break or a power line down. Correct. And we rarely use that. Um, That, you're also in that database automatically with whatever phone number that you gave to the water company. But you can sign up for um, cell calls for, if if you have your landline in there, you can sell up for texts or um, emails. So uh, that's important as well. Even if you don't live here, if you have a, a family member who's in one of our um, retirement communities, if you have a kid in one of the preschools, it would be very important to you if there was something going on of, of that nature. And it's also geotagged. We try to put a little fence around it and not, not bother people who are not related. I'm going off on a tangent. I'm very excited about our communications. <laughs> so. We have so many ways for you to, to learn about the municipality through communications and through our public information office. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, Thank you, Laura, for joining us and for all the hard work you did on the new and improved look of MountLebanon.org. So hopefully everyone who's listening to the show will take a few minutes and peruse the new and improved website um, because we do hope that it's easier for people to find things, find out information, find what they're looking for um, in a quick and efficient manner. So um, like Laura mentioned, if you run into any snags on the new site, uh, send an email to websupport at MountLebanon.org. And thanks, everyone, for joining us for this week's episode of Inside Lebo. Yes, this episode was produced by Carrie Magno with music by Drew Magno and graphics by Chris Leeper. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to Inside Lebo, produced by Mount Lebanon's Public Information Office. Learn more about all things Lebo at mountlebanon.org or by following our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages.